The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live on Earth Day, it's the Geek Show. Oh, uh, coming up on today's program, we got your Star Treks, we got your Venture Brothers, we got the <gasps> Boogeyman, and just for you, Tony, some Arnold news Yeah, on this episode of Geek Show. This episode, now. I found Thank the button. You. <laughs> Tony, you're we'll, getting so much better at this. We'll make I don't it, think I am. We'll make it bigger for you. We'll make okay. it this big, so you just have to go... Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the button pusher. He's quad T, too tall Tony. Yep. And, uh, oh, look, that's Rebecca Frost right there. I'll Hello. Push, I'll, push, I'll push your buttons. Yeah, you will. <laughs> and do. Uh, and Lee George Cade is here as well. <laughs> I'm pushing buttons, too. He's frantically. He's frantically pushing buttons right I'm now. Frantically. I would, hey, yes, when your name's a suffix, every joke works. Love it. Um, and, <laughs> and our host. Lee's heard them all. <laughs> Carrie Jackson. Hi, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Uh, follow, we'll, we'll get to our social medias and all that coming up. Let's start with one of the greatest things that I saw this week. And Rebecca will agree with me for once. <laughs> I agree with you on a lot of things. <laughs> I, I'm pushing your buttons. All right? I'll push your buttons right off a cliff, Carrie. Whoa. Oh! <laughs> all right. That's elder abuse. We got It's <laughs> true. Yes. We, Double got, insult. I love it. We got a trailer for season two of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, baby. And man, was it pretty. And man, was it funny. It the was mu- funny and pretty and everything. Well, the and music used, was kind of whiny. Tony, <laughs> we had a whole conversation about how they used a postal service song in the trailer. I and thought Mike I was recognized like, that. Yeah. I don't like Ben Gibbard because Ben Gibbard is whiny. And I'm like, listen, there are many reasons not to like Ben Gibbard, including the fact that he's a drug addict who divorces Zoe Deschanel. But, Supposedly. <laughs> he was with Zoe Deschanel? Yeah, wow. that, yeah, they were together. And now Zoe Deschanel's wow. with a property brother. Oh, oh, yeah, she 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 kind of downgraded, didn't she? She's got choices. She's yeah. got weird Maybe choices. A, like a side grade. That's a lateral move, we'll say. Anyway, because the Garden State soundtrack was my personality in high school, I absolutely <laughs> loved the song use in this trailer. Great song. It's like a, a beautiful classic. It's a wonderful thing. You just wrap it up and, and say that I love you to it. I'm, every day. Uh-huh. I, I'm all for using uh, pop music and things like this. I, I've Is always that pop? You could call Postal it that. service? Sure. sure. I mean... That's alternative on, pop, I Hey, if it was say. on the Garden oh, State soundtrack, then it's pop. Uh, it's indie for sure. All right. I, <laughs> what we got in the, in the trailer? Oh, well, several things. First of all, I guess James T. Kirk is back. And he can't... And uh, he kirked it up at the end. He kirked it up he at the end. He kirked he it up. He, he can't use a revolving door, apparently. Because so he's, he's from space. <laughs> it's hard, yeah. <laughs> so he's not the he's not the Captain Badass that we always thought he was. No. Hey, that's really funny, because I just watched an episode of Next Generation where they encountered a revolving door, and everybody knew how to use it just fine. Wait well, this is how they learned. <laughs> well, it's, your, it's your next generation, see. Yeah. Oh, they're uh, they're, they're uh, George Lucasing it, where they're going to go back to a prequel time so they can explain how everybody got their guns and hats and scars and whatever else and so this episode's going to be how did 
Trek people learn to use revolving doors. Let's let's go back and see. He, he passed it along, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we got that, but we also got another thing. And now this is this is only upsetting to certain Trek fans, and I'm in that demographic, but Uh-oh. I'm not upset about it. Good. Uh, our Klingons have the ridges on the forehead. Yeah. Are they okay. remember, supposed to? They're not, not supposed in to. TOS. Because yes, this, they are. This show takes place before the original series timeline, and the However, ones in the original series do not have ridges on their head. However, how do you, explained how, it. Yeah, because there were super different-looking Klingons on uh, Discovery as well. And Enterprise. That's true. But then why do they ask Worf about it on Trials and Tribulations? You see, you see what I'm saying? Uh, they even erasure. They even, they even mm-hmm. talk about it on Enterprise. This is this is literally, they they were, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, and then someone's going to come in and chat and be like, so you're so dumb. <laughs> um, there, there was a disease that caused, and, and it had something to do with cons people and all kinds of other stuff that caused Klingons to stop looking like Klingons for a brief period of time in history. Really? Mm. Yeah. And there was this whole movement within the Klingon Federation when they thought, oh, wait, these ones look like stupid humans. Let's use them to infiltrate human camps. Now, of course, this is how they try to make the Klingons from original series look like movie era Klingons. Yeah, because the but- real answer is a makeup budget. Makeup yeah. budget, right. <laughs> Man, we're missing something from this discussion, and it's a whole lot of actuallys. Yes, yes. Throw them in for us, Rebecca, well, would you? actually. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was a beautiful thing, and um, now we and got... Can, pe- can, we, can we talk about um, how um, Ortega is like, when Spock is sitting in the chair, she's like, well, you got to say your thing. Everyone like has a thing. And he's like, I would like to ship to go now, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit mad. They added that into the trailer because that is a really good joke. And I would have liked to see it for the first time in the episode, but that's just me nitpicking trailers. I feel feel like they needed it to show you that also this show funny. Yeah. Okay. Very funny. Very funny. (laughs) Consistently funny. It's a, it's a great little show, and it's uh, coming to us uh, here in just a few weeks, because we finished up our Picard, and oh. now June 15th is when Strange New Worlds will happen. I think I feel like Picard finished me, not that... Yeah. Uh, Tony! Finished me up. He, I'm done. In it, the it, immortal it, words of William Riker... Am I saying it wrong? Do, did do it you beam hear, you off? Do, do you hear yourself sometimes? <laughs> no? <laughs> Beam me off. Hang on, I'm running it down. Beam me off, Scotty. Not not spoiling anything, but there is a threesome joke to die for in the last episode of Picard. (laughs) Yes, there is. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of Star Trek, we got some Star Trek news this week. Uh, Finally, an update. Uh, You know, I guess that the people who make the Star Trek show realized that Michelle Yeoh won an Academy Award. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, wait a minute. We should probably do something with her. Uh, I, I found a I found a picture from when she was a, a backup singer for Prince. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Parliament Funkadelic myself. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, yeah, I think they went. Didn't we have something with? Uh, she won an Academy Award, didn't we? Yeah. Didn't we have a thing? Oh yeah. yes, we did. Maybe we should make that go. Uh, Wasn't she also like continually checking in on this project too? Because she wanted to make sure that she was available. She really wants to do it and is going to do it now. Uh, the section thirty-one. It's not going to be a series this time. Though. That's this the is only the fun part. 
That's the only thing that I was bummed about when I saw the announcement. I was hoping for another series. Well, what they're doing is, and I think this is this is a fine idea. I think is that uh, they're going to make made for Paramount Plus movies. Good. About every two years, Hmm. and uh, this is the first one, the Section Thirty One with with Michelle Yeoh in all her responses. Maybe you only have a two hour story. Exactly. Okay. It could be it. Uh, But uh, in the film, uh, Giorgio joins a secret division of Starfleet tasked with protecting the United Federation of Planets and faces the sins of her past, it says. So are they going to explain why they have James T. Kirk's body in a locker? Uh, I don't think so. Why do the Klingons have their ridges? Why is Kirk in a freezer? (laughs) It sounds like you guys are asking a lot of questions. (sighs) I'm just asking questions. Uh, anyway, they're going to start working on it later this year, and uh, yeah, so that's that's more Star Trek is coming, and I'm here for it because it's been delightful. Mm-hmm. It's been delightful. I cannot believe you snuck that out from under me, Lee. Yep. He stole it right from you. Wow. He did. That's your thing. Ah, that's my thing. That's right. <laughs> Ninja dust. Uh, and he disappears. Oh, hold on. Let me correct that for you, Rebecca. That was your thing. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that was your thing. <laughs> took it. He just took it from you. Top of the fedora and smoke bomb. <laughs> Enjoy this chili cheese smoke bomb, noobs. <laughs> 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 now I want chili cheese dogs. Amen. Uh, I all had right. chili dogs last night. Really? Jeez, bragging uh, Just kidding. The other night, I, Thursday, I had sushi okay. last night. You I know had. what I had last night? I had Little Caesars pretzel pizza again because <laughs> I can't get enough of it. And I'm, you oh, can no. learn more over at our YouTube. That's right. We, On our YouTube Rebecca channel. and I reviewed it. The Kids Table <laughs> is there, and the Kids Table reviews. The, I, now, it's Pizza Hut, is it? Uh, Little Caesars. Caesars. Little, Little Caesars. Caesars. Okay, that's why I'd never heard of it. Okay. Well, I Wait, had the what most... does that mean? <laughs> Last night I had the most Classist delightful Massaman curry from a local restaurateur. Ooh, Ooh that sounds delicious nice. too. Uh, well, since you guys brought up the kids' table and the YouTube channel and all of that, let's do a little uh, self-promotion here, first of all. Yeah. Uh, Wait, we'll go blind. I know, right? Uh, we <laughs> oh have only coming up too much. Coming up on the 13th of May. It is the 15th anniversary of Geek Show Podcast, and uh, we're going to be at Brewies in Salt Lake City. Uh, the podcast started in 2008, uh, so mm. we decided to pick mm. two things to celebrate from 2008. First of all, this podcast, and second mm. of all, the first Iron Man film. Yeah. So we're going to be showing that on the big screen for you at Brewies. Pay what you want is how much it costs to get in. All right, so that's the 13th of May. Fif- that's the s- $15 is the preferred as it is the 15th anniversary. Oh, I see what you did there. That's that's a good suggestion, but, but I also just tossing it out there. Also because it's the 15th anniversary, we're only letting 15 people in. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. Multiples of 15. Yeah. So uh, you and 15, 30, 45, 60, 75, 90, or 105 of your best friends can come. But it has Lee, to be Lee, I know how to do math. I'm sorry, I, I dealt casino games. I can do multiples of all kinds of things. I can count by 15. I'm sorry we're education. making fun of you so hard today, Lee. I love it. Oh, God, my nipples are exploding with excitement. Uh, but uh, it'll be on the 13th of May. That's the second Saturday, as we do every second Saturday uh, for Saturday matinee. All right. Uh, also, our Patreon is geekshowgotthiscovered.com if you'd like to, you know, a little tip in there. Uh, also, <laughs> this episode, I don't even I know. Just right? the tip. <laughs> also, 
that's why I didn't say I don't want to give Rebecca her chance to do her joke. Oh, thanks. <laughs> also, uh, coming up to your podcast feed, more shows. All right. Mm-hmm. You're, you, if you're subscribed to Geek Show on, you know, whether it's Stitcher or Apple or wherever it is that you get your podcast, uh, you're, you're going to be getting more shows from us, not just yeah. once a week, all right? And you're going to be getting shows that have different subjects. You're going to be mm-hmm. getting maybe three or so a week uh, to start, and uh, some of those shows will include um, Lee and I being old guys. Uh, it's called... <laughs> In a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it. it's it's called the Time Closet, and it's oh. it's coming to a podcast feed near you. So cool. Where we we're gonna we're gonna talk about old classic sci-fi and comics and things like that that you should be aware of that you probably aren't aware of, and we'll mm. tell you about that coming. You, it's on its way. We're not gonna give you a date. It's on its way. Week week and a half, two weeks, something like well, that. Well, and that's I mean a lot of the people that have been pseudo responsible for why we're jumping into this or in the feed right now like i see brett uh shipwreck sean uh, we see vincent in there all the time mm-hmm. cheering us on we're doing our live stream on mondays and we're just like this is so much fun we need to just keep going so we've been we've been doing the picard uh deep dives mm-hmm. and but we, what we decided is we're going to do a thing called the time closet we're going to do it live every monday at three and then it'll appear in your podcast feed uh, later in the week Mm-hmm. So that's one show that's coming to your podcast feed. Another show, who wants to who wants to take it? I'll go next. All right. We got some exciting stuff coming up as the uh the Gadget Spot podcast is going to be changing and we will be uh splitting up into two separate podcasts with the same folks that do Gadget Spot, but we will be Geek Show Arcade for focus on video games and Geek Show Help Desk f- for focus on tech and science things. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be bringing that to the feed uh, in the nearish future here. I promise we're, we're pretty good. If you haven't listened to Gadget Spot before, we're a lot of fun. <laughs> I know I know a lot of you have it because I see the download numbers. But <laughs> well, I mean, you know, excitable. And, and everybody's individual IP address, nope. I can tell. I, uh, <laughs> excitable James is there with you. Yeah, we get and Excitable James there whenever we fun. can. He's a very, very busy person. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Another show coming to your Geek Show podcast feed, The Space Show Show. The Space Show Show, um, just a, a series of shows where we talk about space shows. Uh, this upcoming first series that we're going to be doing, Carrie and I are going to be talking about Star Trek, the original series. Which which Rebecca has just started watching, and I'm so happy. <laughs> they wear capri pants. Did yes. you know this? <laughs> The, the space show is uh, was it the spaceship show space show uh, space show show, show. The space, space show, show, show show is so big and ambitious that it needs an off-screen producer. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how big it is. And, and thank you the for that. Biggest biggest thing we've ever done on Geek Show. Thanks for being voluntold for that, Lee. What? <laughs> voluntold. It's a new term here on Geek um, Show. But those I have am um, I have set to uh, release in concurrently with Strange New Worlds episodes. So uh, you can start hearing that the week of June 15th. I'm all excited right. for all and, of these uh, things. Paulette, you're, you're right. It does sound an awful lot like a Geek Show Network, but if I say more, an assassin will probably kill one. It's going to happen. <laughs> but Paulette, uh, Paulette caught the live feed from my, from my uh, moonlighting gig last night, so thanks so much, Paulette, oh. for watching <laughs> thanks, the gardening Paulette. show. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, the Geek Show Network is a term that yeah, 
something. Might, people, might are saying, I'm hearing, <laughs> people are saying, and I'm, I'm hearing it's the greatest network. It's the, All right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll move right along here. Um, another thing that we got this week, and this is another thing that Rebecca will be excited about. So Hooray! Fun is the Venture Brothers movie. They sent Hooray! us they sent us a whole minute of it. Yes. And uh, I mean we don't even have a release date yet, but they sent us a minute of it. It's I love the title. It's called The Venture Brothers Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Natch. <laughs> so you can go online and you can see I think it's probably the first minute of it. Because uh, as you as you may remember with the Venture Brothers, is that Hank went missing in the last episode? My boy Hank. Your boy, mm-hmm. your boy, little my, precious Hank is. My boy he, Hank, he's my favorite. Was he's he gone. dressed as the bat? I hope, <laughs> I hope he was. I can't remember though. He, he he went missing at the end of the episode, and um, so the first minute of this uh, resolves that for you. Nice. Because you can't do a Venture Brothers movie without both brothers, I suppose. Right. <laughs> Think about those Don Post masks. It's pretty uh, easy to get your tongue caught in the mouth hole. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Hank is found lying motionless behind a dumpster. Oh, my boy. <laughs> this, uh, sound, this is classic Hank. It is classic Hank. Classic Hank. <laughs> Did they run out of clones? I, I, I missed the last season. Did they finally I, run out of, out think, of uh, Hank they and Dean clones? I, I think they, they got rid of them all, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, okay. they destroyed the facility, I think. Or so this is Doc like Venture's last chance at a mobile kidney donation unit? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, some of the returning and new cast members that are coming along. Of course, Dana Snyder will be there as the alchemist. Nice. J.K. J.K. Simmons as Ben. Yes. Yes. Uh, Doctor Orpheus will be back. Stephen Rattazzi, uh, Jay Farrow as Nuno Blood, Chris Parnell as Jefferson Twilight. Mm. Yes, vampire uh, hunter. Jane Lynch. <laughs> Jane Lynch as Bobby Saint Simone. Uh, Hal Lublin as Clayton. John Hodgman as Snoopy. Uh, you've got Clancy Brown as Daisy and the Red Death. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it's all coming uh, to uh, oh. Adult Swim. Sorry, I have to correct myself on that. Jefferson Twilight is a Blackula hunter. He's yeah. a Blackula hunter, Because yes. he only hunts Blackulas. That's, that's right. That's his whole thing. Uh, let's see. Another thing that we got this week. and Now, uh, for the uh, Spooky Time Club, you may want to check this out. Also, oh, Rebecca tr- will enjoy this news as well. Yes. It's like I programmed this for you or something. Uh, we got a new trailer for the next uh, Stephen King movie, The Boogeyman. Oh, I don't like Stephen King. Look at look at this good image I found. <laughs> I know, right? Is that That's, what it looks like? I don't. Is that well, from the movie? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I love. <laughs> I, I just hey. like what's what's scary, Internet, and it said, "Try this, Lee." Try this. Four K. Oh, it's bigger than ten eighty. Oh Tra- God! Trailers, spoilers, ahoy! This is a boogeyman. This is <laughs> N boogeyman. <laughs> Miss Brent, get me a boogeyman. All right. right. Get Um, a boogeyman on the phone. But uh, the guy who uh, directed uh, Host, Rob Savage, is uh, Mm. directing this. Mm. And uh, yeah, I watched the trailer, Rebecca. I know you may have a thing against Stephen King, but I'll be honest, it looked pretty scary. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. Uh, June 2nd (laughs) is when that gets released. So stay tuned for that. So this this isn't a picture from that, is it? I don't don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they've shown the boogeyman in yeah. that one yet. All right. Well, All right, they usually put, they usually don't put 4K on movie trailers. That's I'm going like to try. Well, they do on really, thumbnails. I'm going to try really hard not to disappoint you with the next one. 
Okay. All right. I hope well, it's more boogeyman. We're, I like we're, this one. We're going from Rebecca-centric now to Tony-centric. Yes. Because uh, the trailer for FUBAR has uh, been dropped. This looks so oh, it's good. So spooky. <laughs> did you Did you watch the trailer? Tony? You bet I did. Of course you did. Uh, it is a Netflix series starting on May 25th. And uh, the setup is when a father, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm a father now. <laughs> and daughter, Monica Barbaro. I'm a daughter now. <laughs> <laughs> they learn that they've each been secretly working as CIA, CIA operatives for years. They didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know they were working that's for how, the CIA, or they didn't know secret. the other one was working. They didn't know each other. They didn't know each other were working for the CIA. Is this a wise sequel? It's, it really it's feels like it might have, It could have been. You it's know? adjacent. Uh, they realize their entire relationship has been a lie, and they truly don't know one another at all. Forced <laughs> to team up as partners... The series tackles family dynamics set against a global backdrop of spies, action, and humor. All right, now Tony needs to repeat everything Carrie just said as Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I don't have a memory for that. The only thing mm. I'm thinking of is the scene when mm. in the trailer when he picks up the lipstick and said, what's with this garish lipstick color? <laughs> and she says, that's not lipstick. Why is it vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, she's, uh, you, you saw her last in Top Gun Maverick. But I, I did? didn't see Top Gun Maverick. So. Oh, well. You didn't? Oh, that's a fun movie. You're a dad, I, was more, I, I never Dad's saw Top loved Gun. loved it. I never you know, saw Top Gun. I, 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 don't, I was you know, worried I, I wouldn't be able either. to follow the story. Nah. Lee, I didn't either, and you're fine. You're yeah. just fine. I, yeah, I so have not seen the first Top Gun. So I'm fine not to see Top Gun or its sequel? They tell they mm. ca- they catch you up. Like They're like, mm, hey, yeah. here's fun facts. Uh, Tom Cruise's friend died. And mm-hmm. now that guy's son is also yeah. in Top Gun. I mean, they they knew and recognized that it was it's been what thirty years since that first movie yeah, came out. Man. So, I uh, <laughs> now uh, this is um, uh, an eight eight episode series. You got Jay Baruchel in there. The extremely hilarious Fortune Femster is there, uh, and she she's looking uh, very funny in this. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of great people in this. And uh, May twenty fifth, also Tony, some more. Arnold news for you. Oh, yes. Uh, coming out October 10th, his upcoming self-help book. Yeah. Called <laughs> Be Useful, Be Seven useful. Tools for Life. Be Useful is what his dad used to tell him when, when he was growing up in Austria. I subscribe to Arnold's uh, daily newsletter. Of course and you I do. read it. Daily newsletter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I, I'd been um, Arnold, also, I would have said, shut up, you stupid Nazi. <laughs> be useful. Wait, can you, I can't do the accent. Can you do the accent? Be useful. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not dad, a very good phrase. His dad was a falsetto, that. though, so it was more like, be useful, be Arnold. Useful. Be useful, Arnold. Eine keine meine. All right. Um, anyway, yeah. so there's some Arnold news for you. I've only got two hours left in his autobiography that I'm listening to. It's, it's really Well, you good. better get on that right now. I know. I'll finish <laughs> what it. What are you soon. doing? I mean, wasting time with you guys. <laughs> uh, let's see other uh, stuff other news that we got this week and uh, this has been kicking around Hollywood for quite some time but it has finally landed the Galaxy Quest TV series and it's coming to Paramount Plus um, are they going to recast everyone well I know I one like person they have okay, to recast though. there no no, don't know. no Alan Rickman's coming back oh okay cool oh. my grab hammer uh <laughs> Yeah, we so don't know. So is it going to be like, oh, I was like, is it going to be like the show within the movie? It's a TV series. So I would like the show within the movie myself, but 
I don't know. We, they're not saying. Just uh, watch Orville. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so you're getting that. That's coming to... <laughs> That's all for Galaxy Quest news. Just uh, watch the Orville. I was going <laughs> to... I was going to read it, but I just went, ah, it's too far away. <laughs> we'll catch you up when it gets here. Uh, okay, November 8th, 2024. That's not too far away, is it? That's a whole year and some That's change. A whole year? Okay. It gives us something to look forward to while Paramount figures out whether or not they're going to do anything with Legacy. <gasps> please, please do it. Fingers Come crossed. On. Uh, yeah. November 8th, 2024 is when Deadpool 3 arrives. Oh. And it's this like- is... This is a little tidbit that was uh, leaked from uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, this week, uh, talking about uh, Wolverine, uh, because, uh, as, as, as spoilers, uh, Wolverine died in Logan. Bob? Mm. This is Bob. an easy answer. All they have to say is it takes place before Logan. They well, already here, did. Well, but he, no, yeah. here's what he said now. This is an updated statement. This is uh, on ET Canada about how he got Jackman to return to the role because he said, Hugh, come and play with me. And he says, ah, I've done Wolverine. And so Reynolds said what we pitched him was enough of a divergence from the character that he knows and the character he's left behind that it gives something completely new to play and something he's really excited to do. Interesting. So whether I, that's different. I think it's going to be a musical because if there's one thing we know about Hugh Jackman and he loves to be the song and dance man. Oh, Wolverine the musical? And, Ryan, well, Ryan and, Reynolds flexed that uh, mm. me, those music pipes in. Well, so Ryan Reynolds, he, um, oh, the, the Christmas movie, Scroo- the, not Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know I, the one on Apple you TV. You know Plus. the one, um, but he also flexed. He, I think he's getting a taste for it because he this week released a video for Rob McElhenney for his birthday. Mm-hmm. That's like a big happy birthday Rob McElhenney video, but it's also a musical. And so I think he's I think he's got the bug. Well, the implication of this statement might be multiverse. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, that makes total sense. I mean, yeah, Logan you, can take place yeah. in its own multiverse. Exactly. So there you go. Or its own, uh, that its own be, universe within the multiverse, I should say. Another little bit of uh, info that was dropped this week was we know something more about Agatha Coven of Chaos which is uh, coming in 2024 sometime to Disney+. Plus, Because uh, Patti Lapone is going to be in it. And Bo they... is Afraid star, Patti Lapone. Wow, that's a career, career killer. Career-ending yeah. role. Not good. <laughs> I don't think Patti Lapone has to worry about a damn thing. Uh, but uh, here's, here's what she said on The View. Uh, she uh, said she would be playing Lilia Calderu, which is an obscure comics character uh, said she is a 450 year old Sicilian witch whose power is div- divination and whose uh, trial is tarot is what she said it's a coven of witches I play Lilia Calderu who apparently is in this Marvel world I research I researched her she's hot she's really hot she's got a great <laughs> body and hair Okay. Okay. I didn't. Okay. I didn't know there were witches. I didn't know anything about the Marvel world. Uh, there are witches in the Marvel world. So we are a coven of witches, and the witches are Catherine Hahn, Aubrey Plaza, and they're uh. familiar. If anybody knows Heartstopper Joe Locke, 
He will be their familiar, the witch I, coven familiar. I do not. Oh, a pool boy? They got a pool boy? Pool, pool boy, yeah. You had me at Aubrey Plaza. It's okay. Exactly. So I looked it up, and uh, Calderu was in one issue of Marvel premiere number 12 in 1973. Wow. <laughs> That's what they're referencing. And she she's de- hot. She <laughs> debuted and died in the same issue. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, n- notable for two things. She had a kid with Doctor Strange uh, foe, Baron Mordo. So she had a she had a, a kid with Baron Mordo. With Mordo? Yeah. And she guards the book of the, Cal- help me, Lee, Cagliostro. Cagliostro. Cagliostro, yeah. Thank you. A magical tome. Oh, no, tome. don't say it another time because then it'll appear. Can't say it three times. Cagliostro. Luckily, I can only say, I can't even say it once. Um, a magical tome which has already appeared in the MCU in the first Doctor Strange movie. Uh, so, oh. assuming that book will be in play in the Coven of Chaos, which means maybe Mordo will show up, maybe Wong will show up. Gotta have and Wong. And hopefully, hopefully Madison will show up. Madison! <laughs> I'm so proud of them for realizing how far to take Madison. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't need to be on a whole just, lot. There, no, there are people that were pepper her in there for a Wongers and Madison series. I'm like, Wongers. that Y'all joke, would, you that would get joke so only has it. so far to go, right? I just yeah, you wanted, would get so sick of it so fast. I just wanted a short. That's all. I just yeah, wanted a short, I, or or have her like stumble out and ask where the mixers are or something during one of the movies for no reason whatsoever. Wongers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wongers. Uh, also, some casting news that we got this week, and uh, Juno Temple uh, from uh, Ted Lasso is where you'd probably first recognize her. She was also uh, really good in that uh, The Offer, which is the TV series about the making of The Godfather, oh. uh, which uh, I quite enjoyed. Uh, she is going to be joining Venom 3. <laughs> I wonder what she's, what role she's playing. Not saying. Probably new Michelle Williams. <laughs> oh. You think? Or would yeah. she? Oh, she's got to be playing another Venom, right? Some the, the, lady Venom. There's, there's I, plenty of Venoms in. I just in this don't. Show. I don't know anything about Venom or the Venomverse or the Venom comics or the character or anything. So I'm just gonna say she's she's probably Venom. A uh, scientist. All yeah. I know is she's delightful, and I can't wait to see what she does in Venom Three. Well, I bet you she gets. I bet she she gets hit by cosmic rays, uh, or maybe she's Jay Jonah Jameson's daughter who goes to space and brings back a symbiote. No, they did that in the first movie. Yeah, that, that yeah but he's got it. other kids, right? I don't think. Well, so. Yeah, he. Yeah, she's Jay Jonah Jameson the third. <laughs> right. Not, he's got other kids, maybe. <laughs> maybe Not she's Miss Grant. Do you think Jay Jonah Jameson names all of his kids like George Foreman does? Yeah. George. Georgina. George, Georgette. Yeah. George. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the other Spider-Man movies, um, as as of what yesterday, uh, we've got some Spider-Man movies on your Disney Plus. Yep, crazy. Uh, happened on your Pizza Disney time. Plus streaming stir- service. What you got was 2002's Spider-Man, 2004's Spider-Man 2, 2007's Spider-Man 3, all starring Tobey Maguire, and uh, they will be joined, and they were joined by 2012's Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Not a bad movie. But not the second one. Not the second one yet. I wouldn't want that one either. <laughs> yet. Not the uh, better one. Then what? In a few, in a few I don't weeks. Know. <laughs> well, on May 12th, an actual MCU film, Spider Man Homecoming, 
with Tom Holland will hit Disney Plus and will be joined by Lee's favorite 2018's Venom. <laughs> also, uh, the press release states that additional titles from Sony Pictures will start to show up later in the year. Did they buy Sony? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm wondering because it's been they're, Sony's they're cash cow them? for 20 years now. They must be renting them. I yeah, don't know. I'm sure some yeah. money exchanged hands for sure. So that would be uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Venom Let There Be Carnage. Oh, with any luck, they'll give us Morbius, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's already on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Just it's watch on it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So I, it's already I available in GIF form, like in a 60-second GIF form. <laughs> you can watch it that way. I, I did watch the first of the Tom Hardy Venom movies uh, with my youngest, who said, Dad, I'm really snarky about this movie, and I love it, so get really drunk and watch it with me. And uh, <laughs> we had a great time. Then you guys need to watch the second one, because it's even worse. It's yep. even worse, yeah. yeah no, that but it's one... only, it's barely an hour and a half. Yeah. It's the yeah. shortest, worst movie. Venom is an LGBTQ Oh, icon. I know, I know. I've seen the memes, and okay. it's, it's dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. need that in my life. Woody Harrelson yep. is there with his wig. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's a good oh, wig too. Why did they do that to him? Yeah, it's anyway. a great wig. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, for the reasons you're thinking. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, we have some business of show subject to hit. Uh, remember this whole Victoria Alonso thing? Uh, where yeah, what's she up? was she was kicked out. We're probably never going to know what's up. Oh. Because here's did, what happened. Did they settle? They had a settlement. They reached uh, a settlement. Marvel's over the uh, her firing last month. Uh, she departed Marvel on March 17th. She's been there since the beginning. Uh, we, we may never know what exactly happened. The, the current rumor is that she was working on an Oscar-nominated film called Argentina 1985 uh, for Amazon. Uh, and in the contract that she signed with Marvel, she's not supposed to pursue outside work. Oh. We'll see. Uh, she still has that book tour coming up. So maybe she, maybe she's allowed to say something? Her, her rep said that Disney gave her the go-ahead to work on this other movie, though. Yeah, that's mm. what her lawyer said, yeah. So, so you're telling me, Carrie, if, let me see if I'm reading between the lines correctly. You're telling me that I need to wait until her book tour hits Salt Lake, and then she and I need to... Like have some drinks, and I need to get all the the tea. I absolutely you need to okay. sit down. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Good find luck. out, find out what happened <laughs> to her. I'm uh, very persuasive. Her exit uh, at Marvel, uh, uh, Alonzo's attorney Patty Glazer suggested that the firing was connected to her being an outspoken proponent of LGBTQ mm -hmm. rights, in particular uh, uh, during Disney's pursuit with the "Don't Say Gay" bill in Florida. Sources also told uh, the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, that uh, her and Marvel clashed over censoring gay pride imagery in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania that was released in Kuwait. Um, so everybody's saying it's her fault, it's their fault, it's, you know, we may never know because of the settlement. All right. Finally, this. I've been, I, I've been waiting for, for these. Season, season two of The Simpsons. An episode called Bart's, Bart's Dog. Two. Yeah, we're going you're back talking, to season two. You're talking 33 years ago? Season yes. Two? Okay. Mm. The episode is called Bart's Dog Gets an F, and you can see it on Disney+. Plus. It's a great episode. 
It parodied the outrageous designs and bizarre names of sneakers that were in vogue at the time. <laughs> Homer became obsessed with a pair called Assassins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I remember this. You're, you don't well, remember yeah, this? Because the episode Bart's, came out when you were like a year old. Well, I've watched yeah. them all. Uh, I'm as old as The Simpsons. Bart's dog <laughs> gets an F. Isn't isn't that about Bart's dog going to obedience Santa's school? Santa's little helper had to go to obedience school. Trying, yeah, he has to pass mm-hmm. so that they can keep him or else they're yep. going to get rid of him. Because yeah, well, he, eats, he eats these shoes. The, tag, uh, the tagline of, of, the, of the shoes is, join the conspiracy. Uh, he discovered Ned Flanders wearing them. Uh, according to Flanders, the assassins featured Velcro straps, a water pump in the tongue, a built-in <laughs> pedometer, reflective sidewalls, and little vanity license plates. Well, now, a company called Retro... Call, that stands for rocking everything that's reminiscent of. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, right I love, love it. Okay. Yep. They have turned these shoes into a reality. You can buy. You can buy assassins in real life. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> they uh, sadly though they don't feature vanity license plates on the back. They've you get Homer's version of them, so they, it says Homer on the back of. Them. I like that. Still, still a vanity plate. Yep. If I was a sneakerhead, I would be gunning for these hard. You would. Uh, they're one to rock and one to stock. Two of them, exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh, Homer's Assassins uh, cost $125, which would, be the, the days. <laughs> would be the equivalent of $280 today, but their their recreation costs only $180. Seriously? Cheaper if okay. you adjust for inflation. That's actually not terrible for limited sneakers they're on sale on the on the 25th through retro's website uh, no, so mike lawyer mike just chimed in they're already yes. sold out they're uh, sold out already. he tried yeah he says i tried with crying <laughs> emojis so so these sneakers look amazing but what i need to have come back is do you remember ponies or kangaroos kangaroos remember kangaroos yes. do you Carrie? remember do you, you remember the, like the animal no, 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 the shoes. They had these Ouch. shoes called kangaroos in the early 80s that had a little zipper pocket on the side of the shoe that you could, like, put a dollar in. Because <laughs> you didn't have pockets. Or you put your bus so, money. Well, no, because you might, you know, you might be going to the dollar movie or to the roller rink or to, to court a comely young lass. <laughs> With a dollar. Mike, well, I, think it's a, I think it's adorable that you tried and they sold out already. <laughs> I just think that's great. I'm just well, also happy to know that Kyle over at Double Plus probably bought all of the sneakers so that he can get even with Mike. And he'll sell, them, he'll sell them to Mike for $300. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kangaroos were rad. Capitalism, baby. Yes. Uh, finally, this. And this, uh, you know, I was making fun of this story when I first found it, but then I, I got slapped with some cold, hard reality. Here we go. After some 25 years... Netflix is officially retiring its DVD rental service. I thought they already did. That most people oh, did think they already look at had. stock footage I used. <laughs> I know, right? That's not Netflix DVDs at all. <laughs> but it could be. I'm of that. <laughs> Lee, have you ever used Netflix? <laughs> yeah, I actually subscribed to Netflix immediately. It's the Red Envelope service. Uh, it's going to officially stop shipping on September 29th. Um, the company has also provided an option for people to download a copy of the data associated with your account. So that way you could go back to when you signed on and see all of the movies that you rented. Yes, because they kept that information. Of course they did. If you're feeling nostalgic. 
2019 was the last time that Netflix released its subscriber data for DVDs. Now, this was in 2019. It still had 2.15 million people as active users. But they weren't now, expecting them to live much longer, so they figured it's time to... <laughs> here's the thing. I was laughing about this story. I thought, yeah. who, who still used this? And then I, I had a mailman remind me. I deliver these to places that don't have internet. Mm. Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of places your, that still so do. Get your chuckles out. Yeah. He's oh, like, he's it's like, an accessibility well, feature. It's like here in Utah, there are parts of Moab where there's no internet and, and people live there and they counted on this service. And so it's actually well, kind of a bummer for them. Netflix's loss is Redbox's gain. Redbox. So in you know. the early 2000s, I remember my wife saying, well, you know, we actually had a really good video store down the street from us. We didn't really need the red envelope thing anymore. And uh, I caught on to this thing where they were allowing me to start watching some really obscure, hard to find anime on their streaming service. And uh, that was literally why I stuck around with Netflix. Like literally from almost the beginning uh, was for the streaming service. So it makes sense that this is the evolution of it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I remember getting excited. I had the three at a time thing with the red. I, oh, I remember logging onto the website when it was called a queue, and mm -hmm. you could like reorganize your mm -hmm. queue. Yeah, so, yeah, so, it's exciting anyway. stuff. So there you go. Well, great, the world's just destroying all of our memories. I know, right? Our innocence is Physical lost. Physical media, boom. And somewhere, blockbuster video is going finally. Finally, our chance. This is it. The Come last back time. one. The last one left in Bend, Oregon. It's like yes. Now we will expand. Our time has come. The moment ben. is ours. Bend is so weird. We should go to Bend. <laughs> it's a weird town. I, I got bent in Bend once. I have. Hey, I have a friend. If I'm gonna do a shameless plug right here, I have a friend who's selling. Um, Blankets like tapestry blankets, specifically Bend, Oregon themed tapestry blankets. Sageandjune.com for those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. This is hard because they're trying to compete with the Sisters Oregon blankets from 20 miles over, but it's just, you know, it's not quite the competition. That's a very specific joke that I don't understand, so I'm not Only people from it. Sisters Oregon yeah. are going to get it, Rebecca. <laughs> Let's uh, go to what we consume this week. We're going to start with Rebecca because I know she saw some movies. I did see some movies. Before I talk about those movies, yeah, what's up, Carrie? I was going to say, because there are film critics who are gossiping about you, by the way, because of that <laughs> one. Did I cause Whoa. a ruckus? You caused a ruckus. Cosmic <laughs> uh, So I did see some anyway. movies. First, before I talk about those, I want to talk about a comic book series that I finished called Eight Billion Genies by Charles Sewell. Oh, and yes. Ryan Brown. Um, it's going to be a TV show on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, but Eight Billion Genies is an eight-issue miniseries. Um, every person on Earth, once the population reaches like eight billion, um, everybody gets one genie and one wish. And uh, each uh, issue covers like the first eight minutes, the first eight days, the first eight weeks, the first eight years, the first oh. eight decades, the first eight centuries. Mm -hmm. um, Super fascinating. Um, I really wish I could have binged these issues because waiting like a month in between each one was really difficult. Um, but going back to binge it, um, it's a lot of fun to watch just like how the progression of time and, you know, how certain people choose to use their wishes versus not use and like power grabs um, and ultimately wraps up with what should humanity actually wish for. And it has like an actually really touching ending. So highly recommend that from your local comic book shop. Um, All right. 
a little winded from talking about comic books. Um, <laughs> now you know how we feel. I know. Um, I went to go see two movies. The first one, Bo is Afraid, Ari Aster's third movie after Midsummer and Hereditary. This is the one where she caused the rockers. <laughs> So the other, the other critics saying, don't know what to make of you. Uh-oh. <laughs> good, good. I don't want them to. Keep them um, guessing. Yeah. <laughs> never let them know your next move. Exactly. Um, it's uh, While Midsummer and Hereditary were horror films, This Ari Aster had said he wanted his next movie to be a comedy. And Bo's Afraid is not necessarily a comedy. It's more of a um, satiric. I don't even know how to describe it. It's surreal and it's absurd. You're running into the problem that the other critics had. They don't know how to describe this movie. The thing, oh, so no. the, yeah, the thing no. about this movie, it's a story about a paranoid man who needs to travel home to his mother. And it, it's a movie that's really made up of separate episodes, and each one is weirder than the previous one. Oh, um, I like the that. Thing, the thing about Bo is Afraid... Um, is it takes every anxiety you can think of or have ever had and puts it on screen and makes you live every nightmare you've ever had for three hours, okay? It's um, three hours long? <laughs> I That's did literally not my know that. only anxiety is three-hour movies. <laughs> I did not know that going in. And Ooh. so there were moments where I'm like, I'm on board, but this could wrap up. You, <laughs> um, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Literally, it's it's a movie about I th- I what I took away from it. It's a movie about physical manifestations of anxieties and how this man in particular handles his anxieties and the um, conception of these anxieties in his life all around his mother. And so it's a very mommy issues heavy movie. Um, ex- and like I said, it's absurd and surreal. It is not for normies. <laughs> it is for people who understand and let. And like, let films be weird, okay? Okay. And sometimes it's okay to have a weird movie. Um, one thing to know about Bo's Afraid: everybody hates it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of a lot of conversation on Twitter about how this is a career-ending film for Ari Aster. We're not sure how A24 let him make this movie. Um, and. And one one tweet in particular said, "I better not hear anyone clap at the end of this movie." <laughs> movie. Movie ended. I have never in my life exerted more self restraint. I wanted to clap and applaud so bad. You because, should have. It would have been gold. Because the the end credits scenes, the end credits drop, and I'm like, yeah, "Okay, that was wild. I don't know what happened." <laughs> Maybe Ari Aster has a one for you, one for me clause in his contract with A24. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm glad it's not like his other movies. I'm glad that Ari Aster is able to be like, okay, now let's do a silly one. I thought it was, the problem is, is I'm a simp for Ari Aster and I'm also a simp for Joaquin Phoenix. So this for me was just dessert. And <laughs> I, I think I really liked it because I'm a former anxiety haver. And so I was able to like recognize all of these anxieties that was I was seeing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I gave it a four out of five. I had a blast. I got it. Uh, maybe y'all just didn't get it. Oh yeah. No, you guys aren't <laughs> smart enough to enjoy it like I did. You, uh, <laughs> you, you, and I think five other critics gave it a high rank. Um, The other movie I saw, Evil Dead Rise. Um, Mm. Evil Dead Rise 
uh, is just another entry into the Evil Dead franchise. Um, and it is loyal to the brand. Uh, what without be is loyal to the brand without being um, just a copycat of what's come before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it t- takes the story away from a cabin, away from the woods, and moves it into the big city. And uh, follows two sisters. One of the sisters is a single mom with three kids, and they're all living in this um, building that's scheduled to be condemned. Mm. And because uh, it's full and, of deadites. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. An earthquake happens, and that kind of sets everything in motion. Um, no, nothing new. Uh, if you like Evil Dead movies, you're you kind of know what to expect, and it delivers on that, and it does a fantastic job. Like it's not reinventing the wheel. Um, was there an awful lot of blood? Because the guy was the director was bragging about how much blood he had. In the this director movie. was saying he wanted blood to be its own character, yeah. and it right. Uh, it kind of rivals it chapter two as far as blood use. Oh, okay. Um, there, uh, this movie, I, I, this movie made me walk away. I long to be in a horror movie and just covered head to toe in blood and goop. That's my dream. We and, know people who can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie delivers on blood and goop. And did you uh, see how many gallons of blood they used in this movie? I did. I don't know the number off the 17, top of my head. Th- over 17,000 gallon, 1,700, excuse me, 1,700 wow. gallons of blood, yeah. fake blood. Tony, coming with the, Do, with can the you amounts. Look, can you look up how much blood was used in It Chapter 2? Yeah, yeah, I got you. One sec. Um, but yeah, if you, like evil, if you like Evil Dead, this is an Evil Dead movie. And right. it delivers on being an Evil Dead movie. Lots of Rami, Rami cam. Oh, um, good. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, it has the oh, most wow. incredible title card drop. From minute one, this movie goes. And oh, okay. No messing around. No messing around. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I gave, I gave this one a four out of five as well. Supposedly, It Chapter 2 featured 4,500 gallons of fake blood. So three times the amount of wow. Evil Dead Rise. It probably yeah. had a much larger budget, though, since it was the sequel to the very popular... Mm-hmm. So. That's true. That's, that's true. That's so much fake blood. Holy cow! Oh. Yeah, it's a lot. I long to be covered in it. <laughs> <laughs> Any anything else you consume or is... Um, Ted Lasso this week was awesome. Oh, I got to catch up. Me too. I cried. Uh, hour, hour long. Hour long. I don't Ted cry Lasso. at anything, and I cried at this one. I, oh, I was okay. bawling because it was just so sweet. Who yeah. uh, Who wants to go next? I guess Lee, because Tony's taking a drink. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he's, thirsty. He's a, he's a killer song now. Yes. Uh, okay, so Ted Lasso, very good, very sentimental, and I was surprised at just how simple, gentle, earnest storytelling can have so much profanity in it and still be that, right? Exactly, so, um, right? <laughs> and it's not, it's not sentimental, it's not schmaltzy, it's just very genuine and earnest, and... That's brave. That's incredibly brave. We're plowing through the first season of Barry because we need to catch up because I know the new season dropped, but I kind of forgot some stuff. And oh my God, people, Barry is amazing. Barry is freaking oh, yeah. amazing. We just got through the episode where the Chechenian assassin uh, was was flown in to take mm. care of the problem. And just the greatest joke in the world. How old are you, buddy? 45. 45. He's like, you know, he's like 90, right? He looks yeah, like he's like, 80. Oh my God. I... <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time, and I laughed even harder the second time. So yep. fantastic stuff there. Um, have to honestly say, Mandalorian wrapped up, and 
there are, is a lot of hate on the internet about The Mandalorian, and I have to tell you folks, just watch shows that you want to watch and don't bother with the internet anymore because the internet is full of people who are looking for clicks for their articles. Yes, yep. exactly. And so how they get clicks for their articles is by saying something popular sucks so that you will get on it to say why you loved it. Exactly. Don't, don't fall, for, fall that. for the bait. That is trash bait and it's terrible journalism. As somebody who's done some of this stuff in the past, mm-hmm. we would be encouraged to write bylines like that. Exactly. Or, uh, headlines okay, like that. Okay, but what if I actually didn't like this last episode and I felt like then, it was rushed? Then jump in. Go to my YouTube channel. And trash <laughs> it, whatever. But it's just, like what you like, don't worry about the rest. And it, it was it was, it was was fun. It was Star Wars that I would have killed for 30 years ago. So, exactly. And, and were there episodes that I didn't agree with this season? Sure. You don't need to watch my YouTube channel to talk about it because I want to take the high road. These people work their asses off to make entertaining, compelling television and we got to see things we never got to see before. So exactly. go, with, go with whatever God you choose or not choose to believe in on that one. But, and, here's, the, uh, but here's, here's the part that baffles me, just real quick here, and then we can yeah. get back, back to your, uh, what you saw. This is the part that baffles me, is because the people who are hating on it are mm-hmm. the people who, like us, saw the first Star Wars movie in theaters and wanted yeah. more. Right. And now we're getting more, and what's your... Problem. Not like that. You know, <laughs> I want more of what I want. <laughs> you know, I, I've been, I have had people yell rapidly, and I'm not even exaggerating here. I have had people scream in my face, you're just a stupid Star Wars apologist you don't know. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I've yeah. had people scream that in my face. What a weird so, position to have. <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> but I, I just like Star Wars, and I want to say to all the people out there right now who are feeling like they just need to be quiet about their liking Star Wars, if you enjoyed it, celebrate it. Have some exactly. fun with it. There is no shame in liking something that a whole bunch of people are screaming you shouldn't like, because how dare you, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? I don't get Fast and the Furious movies, but I'm not going to condemn people for loving them, because if you're having a good time with that, that is a gift, because yeah. the world sucks. So yes. if you are having a good time with something, relish that, savor it, have more of it, and stop telling other people they're <laughs> stupid for having right. that in their lives. Picard. Judge me not for liking Bo is Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> right? why, why do we need to be so divisive in this? It's, yes. it's so great when we can love something. Which brings me to Picard Season 3, the finale, uh, The Last Generation. That's kind of ominous. And uh, if that's fan service... I was service loving. Give me, give me some more. <laughs> give me some more. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't realize that part of the reason why I had a problem with a certain ship, I don't want to spoil it for people who are waiting to binge the whole series, but the reason why I didn't have the 30-year love affair with a certain ship is because, well, you know, practical photography on a model sometimes doesn't look as great as it is when you have the most state-of-the-art uh, digital animation services available to you. And mm-hmm. I... I just loved, loved, loved this. Yes, I was pandered too. I didn't yes. care. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the little chocolate on the pillow. Here's a tip. I, I want legacy. I want... There oh, are people yeah. that are saying that Alex Kurtzman shouldn't be involved in Star Trek anymore. Oh, go sit go sit and think about <laughs> things for a while. <laughs> Get out of town. Go away, go away, yeah, go away. There's yeah. room for all of these creators. Metallish just speaks the language that we like right now. There's mm-hmm. going to be other creators that are going to come along that speak that language too. Let's let's just have more Trek and enjoy it. Exactly. That's it. That's, that's my rant. Tony. Uh, same thing for me. Mando I thought was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. What's wrong um, with fun? Yeah. Picard was absolutely everything I could have ever wanted 
in a conclusion to that storyline and mm-hmm. I I it blew my mind. I just I it was it was one of the few times where I get done watching something and I just sit there and just like bask in the afterglow, you know. Mm-hmm. I texted you guys after and said, I think I need a cigarette. Like Yeah. <laughs> I almost watch it one. It's the first time a Star Trek series has had a chance to just wrap everything up because when the original series was trying to wrap up, they were losing actors. Right. They, they, Spoiler or, or alert. Like ninety, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it was just just phenomenal. Um, I also started the new season of Barry, like Lee brought up, and mm-mm, that's some good Barry goodness. <laughs> that's a spicy Barry. <laughs> that's a spicy Barry. <laughs> just great. I love it. Um, and then uh, let's see. Oh, I watched a movie last night that my wa- so we're watching Succession too, but that's a that's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah. Fantastic show, by the way, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we decided after the last episode of Succession that we watched that we wanted to watch comedy last night. So you we did. <laughs> yeah. So I said, "Well, this we've been meaning to watch this one. Let's watch this. A futile and stupid gesture." Have you guys watched this? No. I've heard um, of it. Why does it sound familiar? This is the what it's it came out in 2018. This is the movie that is the basically kind of maybe slightly dramatized version of Doug Kenny's biography and National Lampoons. Oh, really? Yeah. And it, judging by the trailer and the cast and everything, you think, oh, this is going to be hilarious. I did see this. Spoiler alert. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it does have a lot of funny stuff in it. Don't get me it wrong. Does. But, but it is not a feel-good the... movie. No, it's it's the story of an a-hole who had a tragic end. You yep, know? It, who exactly. Wanted, who's one of the great comedy conceptualists that ever lived. And Yep. Yeah. So we got Tony, done Oh, I was ahead. hoping you got, you would have watched Ghosted on Apple TV. Oh, I we thought about that one for a second, and I was like, eh, we'll get to that one. This one's been okay. in our queue for, for okay. a long time. So, But yeah, my wife got, we got done watching it. My wife turns to me and says, that's the most depressing comedy we've ever chosen. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's a sad story about terrible, terrible people who mm-hmm. I really looked up to at the time. Now, now that being said, do I recommend it? Hundred percent. I real. Oh, <laughs> Terry said no. No. So it'd be like Ter- it'd be like telling people if they want a lighthearted work comedy to watch Severance. Oh yeah. my there, god. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Well. There are a couple of really good National Lampoon documentaries out there, and I recommend them. Oh, see, this is my first experience with anything like that related to National Lampoons. And I never got way into the National Lampoon stuff either growing up. So for me, this is just like a taste of this world. Whereas for someone like Carrie, I could see like this is probably, this is the cream of the crop and that's fine. National Lampoon was like a Bible to me when I was in high school. I have had moments, I have had moments with Carrie where he's trying to explain bits from the National Lampoon magazine and he's (laughs) laughing so hard trying to tell me that it's like it, it's some of the most delirious memories I have of Carrie just giggling while trying to recollect something. If, <laughs> if you can, if you can find out there somewhere, the National Lampoon Radio Hour. Uh, mm-hmm. They used to. I have a whole collection of them on vinyl because they used to send them to radio stations to play. And uh, there was uh, a, a real small funny bits where it was uh, making fun of the old radio plays, but it's Flash Basbo Space Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Flash Basbo. And it was and it was Christopher Guest, Nigel Tufnell, who played Flash Basbo. He says, you know, Flash Basbo has been tied up. Uh, listen, let me let me go. If you <laughs> if you untie my arms and legs, I can just walk away. 
Listen, there's a phone call for you. You know. So yeah, I Sorry. I enjoyed it, but uh, I probably enjoyed it for the maybe for the reasons that Carrie didn't enjoy it. Well, isn't Joel McHale? <laughs> so. Doesn't Joel McHale play Chevy Chase in that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did that, you didn't like that? <laughs> no, no. I, I I thought it was fine. I you know I just it was just fine. It was fine. Uh, anything else? No, nah, I'm done. All right. I'm just all about that uh, Picard love this week mm-hmm. and and Mando love. Uh, so yeah. Uh, it was all terrific. If there is a show, though, actually, that, you know, because I always try to encourage people to get a look at other strange new worlds and encounter different show. different life, you know, that's out there. I'm going to recommend uh, Finding Mexico with Eva Longoria. Oh. This is from the Stanley Tucci people that did Finding Italy or Searching that for Italy. That Sur- so good. Yeah. Well, this is the same show producers... And the same concept, except it's Mexico with Eva Longoria. It's, Tucci's one of the producers on this. And it's just, it's shot the same way. It's written the same way. So all those things you learned about Italy, you're going to, you're going to learn about Mexico. So Learning, she just travel around and eat? She goes to di- the different areas of Mexico. And they're, they're all, they all have their own unique take, not just on food, but on their culture. Like, I didn't know that there's a large Jewish population in Mexico. Oh. They fled there from the Crusades. They, you know, they came down with the Spanish. And, Interesting. Wow. Yeah, and it influenced that region's food to the point where you think corn tortillas are the standard in Mexico. No, flour tortillas are the, are the standard in this area because of the Jewish influence. It's just oh, fascinating. You'll learn all kinds of stuff like that in the show. She's not as charming as Stanley Tucci, but... Well, who is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Tucci gang, Tucci gang, Tucci gang. <laughs> but I'm learning an awful lot about tequila and mezcal as well. So. Oh. Yeah. I tasted mezcal once on a trip to... to uh, on purpose? Mexico. He told us it was non-alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> I tossed it back. spicy? I tossed it back and I was like, this feels like NyQuil. <laughs> this is spicy. <laughs> it was tasty, so, though. It was like honey-ish. It was, it was good. Carrie, anyway, that's, on, that's on CNN. Carrie, I have one question for you before we go. Yes. Do you feel in your heart of hearts that the true hero of Star Wars, R5-D4, was finally given his due? Yes. I was going to also agree with that. I've been nothing but I was thinking about you guys. Every time he showed up and had a job to do, I was like, these guys must be having a blast. The redemption of R5. I also loved that at one point he flew away and yelled ACAB. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tony, you got games before we I do have some games. Uh, We got some interesting stuff coming out this week. Um, Lego Brick Tales on your yeah. mobile device. If you like Love the Lego stuff. games. Brick Tales. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> live a Live is Live Alive. I don't know how to say it, but that was a Switch only uh, exclusive for a while, the remake of it, but it is now coming to PC and PS5 on the 27th. Um, we have something called Velocity Noodle. I just like the name. Now you're making things up. Nope, that's a real one. <laughs> oh my get god! HR on the phone. Hold on. Can't be talking about your velocity Sorry. noodle. Everybody surrender now. They've got the new high tech velocity noodle. We're doomed. Velocity noodle. Uh, let's see. And then the mo- I thought this was already out, but maybe I'm wrong. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Xbox Series. It, it is X. out. It's just an update. Yeah, so oh, I don't... it's a big patch to it. Sunbreak, Sunbreak's out. 
that's out. So maybe this is a new a new compilation version of the game that has both. I know uh, because I continue to disappoint Eggfu by not playing Monster Hunter with him, but it's merely because I am <laughs> so terrible and I don't think I could stand his ridicule because as nice as that guy is as nice as that guy is he's gonna be like lee you suck (laughs) um i want you to know i bought that game to play with you as well lee uh, (gasps) well then you and egg and lee need to team up there yeah you guys can make fun of me together and then uh, <laughs> this one I'll, looks interesting. I'll get interesting. the game. Is, are we getting are we getting enough on Lee? I'll get the game. Yeah, no, let's it's, do it. There's Rebecca's motivation right there. She's like, wait, a chance to call Lee I, stupid? I'm in. I do my do my best work out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I do? I'm so nice. <laughs> and then, last but not least, Star Wars Jedi Survivor comes out this week. I'm quite excited for this one because I loved the first Star Wars Jedi. Uh, what was it? Star Wars Jedi Sir, uh, yeah. Jedi Poncho is what they should have called it. Yeah, Jedi whoa, Poncho. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. That was a lot of fun. So here's a sequel to it. It's got uh, Cameron Monaghan? Yep. Yeah. Who I Joker think is, from Gotham. Yep. Yes. I thought he was pretty awesome and shameless as well. So He's so good in Gotham. Yeah, that's he, coming out this week was. on the 28th. And uh, hopefully they have more collectibles besides ponchos. Uh, ponchos all the way down. <laughs> and who's the little robot? What's his name? E- uh, BD. BD1, I think. He's BD little guy. He's in, my, he's in my top five favorite droids from Star Wars. They, ha- yeah, they so. have those at BD's Disneyland cool. World now. Oh, I'll get one. Okay. Well, looks like we're going on a pilgrimage. All right. Uh, that's it. That's the program. Thank you for joining us. There's more Geek Show headed your way in the coming weeks. And uh, thank you. And live long and prosper, bitches. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>